Welcome to a new episode of the BlazeCast. I'm Cantley Elliott here with a, a special host today. I've been waiting to get this guy on here for a minute, um, Elijah Fields. I know you're uh, you're busy and all over the place, bro, but we haven't gotten to, uh, you know, women's basketball yet, so you have a little bit of free time. So I'm glad we uh, were able to do this today. Yeah, man. First of all, I want to thank you for having me. I, I appreciate you having me on, man. Uh, yeah. You know, Blaze is obviously a brand that's grown in recent years, and, you know, I'm just glad to be on the set, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we could finally do it. And, um, you know, a while back, I think it was maybe about a year or so ago when you kind of started getting a little more um, in depth with more than a score. It has been fun to, you know, follow your journey with that, because I think whenever, yeah, represent, um, I think whenever you see somebody starting a brand and, you know, when you've been doing it for a while, seeing their growth is always cool, too. So kind of talk about, you know, more than a score, you know, where that stems from, you know, why you wanted to start it and why it's important, because it definitely it makes an impact for sure. Man, more than a score. Um, that's a great that's a great opening point. More than a score is essentially like, you know, it's more legacy than anything. So if I leave this earth today, what will I have to leave behind? And uh, to go more in depth, more than a score, it's a podcast and brand that pertains to the mental health amongst uh, athletes, coaches, athletic trainers, pretty much anyone who's involved in like any sort of high level sport. Because a lot of the time, um, you know, you hear about mental health, but you don't hear about it in that setting. Um, you know, I know firsthand people think that high level athletes have it, you know, made for them. Uh, they don't really have much to worry about, but that world of athletics is a different monster when it comes to uh, mental health. You, you mentioned women's basketball. I, I know that because I'm able to see that as a manager for women's basketball um, and just see some of the things they go through. So seeing that all around, seeing that firsthand on a day-to-day -day basis, it, it really lit a fire in me to, you know, start something different. You know, nowadays, you know that everyone has a podcast. Um, so to separate myself, to leave a legacy and to, you know, essentially give a platform to those who, you know, feel that they haven't had it before or up until this point. Yeah, I think you kind of came in, you know, with your idea for this podcast at a good time because I, I can't, my timeline here is getting a little mixed up, but I can't remember if you started your podcast after Simone Biles had actually come out and she was saying how, you know, she couldn't compete because of like mental health things. And I hated it for her because everybody online and people who have never participated in athletics and in their life are like, oh, well, you know, she's a world-class athlete. She shouldn't have these issues and things like that. And then I think when you just see those kind of comments, it just kind of speaks to people's ignorance because yep. no matter what title I feel like you want to throw on people these days, pro athlete or whatever in their field, you got to remember they're still a human being first and they experience those things. You know, so when it's it, all, it always feels like it's a different discussion when they're when they're the top of their class like that. So what, what were like some of your thoughts on that? Did that inspire, you know, you to start your brand or anything? Yes, uh, mm -hmm. the, the short answer is yes. In, in turn, I would say Simone Biles, like you said, world class athlete. Uh, and, you know, everyone thinks on the outside, oh, well, you know, she's a gold medalist. She's this. She's this. Um, and obviously, she came in the you know in the gymnastics onto the scene when you know it was prevalent to break down barriers you know you had her along with gabby gabby douglas that they, they kind of came on around the same time but it's funny you talk about the timeline uh yes it was that summer spring or summer um i believe it may have been the trials 
and stuff like that. And then she decided she wasn't going to, uh, you know, essentially commit to the next Olympics. But yeah, um, that, that's what it was. It was seeing that. And I think that was kind of like the uh, pace car because you hear so many uh, stories. One of my biggest uh, drawbacks are guys like uh, Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan. And then literally the day after I announced more than the score, John Wall came out with his uh, his story, excuse me, on the uh, Players' Tribune, pretty much just talking about how the loss of his mom impacted his playing, impacted, you know, his day-to-day -day life, and how essentially it became harder to be a professional athlete dealing with those things and not really addressing them. Yeah, and I, I think it's good, too. That was actually kind of be one of my next point was, um, you know, guys like Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, and John Wall, because I think a lot of times men, our mental health isn't always considered. I, I know it's a it's a thing we discuss and everything, but I just think it's not taken as seriously as it is for, you know, other groups of people. But and especially being black men, too, that's a that's a that's a big part of it, man, because I have some days where, you know, I'll struggle with things and. I just feel like if I were to say how I'm feeling to somebody else, it's almost like, oh, well, you're soft or you're this or, or just suck it up and, and things like that, man. And it sucks that we have to, you know, deal with that. But that's just the reality. So when you do see these players, like you said, Kevin Love and John Wall, they're people we recognize. They're not, you know, bottom of the, you know, barrel NBA players. Like They're like some of the bigger names. And so to see them do that, I think, was definitely um, – something that was good. So I'm um, like you said, those were some people that, you know, you kind of looked at and modeled your brand after a little bit, right? Yeah, um, totally. So those guys were huge for, mm -hmm. you know, again, along with Simone Biles um, and along with a couple others, they were huge for getting one of their score catapulted. Like they, they were reassurance to say, okay, if I start this, that, you know, it's not always going to be peaches and cream, but there are people who can relate to this. And if they're the highest, Imagine what, you know, that person in college is going through. Right. Because they got to the peak of their career before this was mm -hmm. ever talked about. Imagine the person who's trying to get to their level, you know, Kevin yeah. Love, champion, John Wall, Wall you know, multi-time all-star, uh, DeMar DeRozan, all-star, Simone Biles. Like, she's literally accomplished everything in her field that she's worked for from the time yeah. that she was a little girl. So, you know, more than the score, obviously, it pertains to them. And it's from them, uh, but it's for the people, you know, like us, you know, we're younger people um, and we don't necessarily cater to a certain uh, race, gender, sexuality, religion, like more than scores for everyone with a brain. Um, right. Sorry about that. That was one of my uh, main, main points in getting this started, because I feel like the world is so politic divided. Yeah. You know, pe people think mental health doesn't, you know go both ways i think anyone who has a brain and has had a bad day and then turned right back around and had a good day i think they could sit down and enjoy more of that score yeah yeah because it looks like you know from the guests you've had on there you've had some good people and it's it's a, it's a good thing too that they're open to come on there and talk about that yeah because kind of like i was saying so many people yeah. don't want to talk about it but the yeah. fact that you know you you've built a reputation and it's important to you and I always feel like if something's important to you, people can tell when something's important to somebody else. Yeah. So I think when people look at more than the score, they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, Elijah's gone over here and built a whole brand off of, you know, talking about these issues. Then people people buy into that. But if you're just like, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of one foot in, one foot out, people can read that. So that's why I said I think you've done a good job of making sure that 
we talk about these issues. So, like I said, kudos to you, and it's always been, you know, cool to see, you know, your your journey with it. Uh, I, I thank you for that, brother, because you know, you to me are the ultimate mentor. You know, you and Tyreek. Uh, shout out Tyreek, and uh, shout out Halftime Hoops. Uh, you know, you guys ultimately were. You, you guys showed me what it could mean. You know, some of the things I may go through, not only yeah. being a content creator, but being a young black dedicated content creator so um i appreciate entrepreneur for that. entrepreneur you know yeah in, in my own right um going back to something you said you know <laughs> you, you gave a uh, a round of applause to the people who were brave enough to come on and talk about their um situation um and whatnot i want to personally thank them uh huge shout out to marcus allen uh riley winslow brooke cubs uh just to name a few but they were so huge in everything that I was able to do um, in season one. So currently I'm in season two. I'm currently building um, season two. Season one was, it, it, it was, again, re that reassurance I talked about. It was seeing, you know, if I take this jump, where do I land? And, you know, just shout out to those people for uh, being, able, being able to help me. I, I, I love them all to death. Um, and they were huge. You know, they bought their own audience. They bought their own story. And they put such a real take on, you know, everything that I wanted to put out there. So yeah. it, it was really, uh, you know, I appreciate them. I couldn't say more. You know, I couldn't say more about them. Um, real quick, I also would like to shout out a, a couple of other people. I would like to shout out um, <clears throat> Dylan Hoosier. He's huge. And everything that I do um, in terms of, you know, creativity and ideas. He, he's been really huge for me. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out again. I don't want to leave anybody out. Marcus Allen, Riley Winslow, Daniel Mahalski, uh, Kevon Williams, uh, Megan Lewis. Th those are, you know, that's my full lineup uh, along with Brooke Cups. He's the head basketball coach out of Centerville. Those people are so huge. Can, and it sounds pretty – his son's decent at basketball, I guess. Yeah, yeah. His son, he's, you know, he, he's he, all right. Yeah, yeah. He's all but, right. But you know, the dad is blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I actually want to go back for a second and touch on something um, you, you kind of talked about before, when we started this episode. Um, ownership of just, like, having your own brand and everything because you touched on, you know, when you're gone, what is your brand going to stand for? How is it going to be remembered? And I always feel like that path, it's so hard and it's difficult and at times it can be a little discouraging because you, I mean, when you're trying to build something from the ground up, man, like, and you have the struggles of, I think when we went to breakfast in Yellow Springs, you know, last yep. summer, we talked about, you know, getting shirts made and like, you know, you'll go one way to get shirts made and it might not be what you want. It might not be a good route. And then you go another way and it might not be what you want. Cause there's been times before, man, where I've revamped, you know, the shirts three or four times, the hoodies, um, you know, I've changed the logo a couple of different times. And, you know, people who don't have that mind or they're not in that world, like, oh, well, why does this person keep changing their stuff? But I think for me, the moment that was confirmation that I was doing the right things was when I read uh, Phil Knight, his book, Shoe Dog. Yep. And he talks about how many times he switched Nike's logo, their name and things like that. And I'm like, OK, if one of the biggest companies in the world, when they got their start, was doing that and trying to find their way, then I don't think, I don't think we're too far off. So I think the fact that you kind of touched on that um you know ownership and building your own thing is is important so you know kind of talk about your journey with that a little bit so just to pretty much start with the foundation i'm a huge psychology guy mm -hmm. um and obviously i've been impacted by those around me with uh mental health issues mm -hmm. but 
like I said, the foundation, I'm a huge psychology guy. I'm a psychology major here at Marshall University. Um, and the part of the journey was, you know, what what do I love? What what do I love that I can be passionate about and present, you know, on a world platform? And that, you know, that ended up being more than a score. Um, the journey with that was I took my love of sports and my love of psychology and mental health and understanding that, and I've put them together. You know, after I put them together, I kind of had like this clay ball, you know. So now every day since then, it's just been molding that, trying to get it into this perfect, you know, perfect shape, perfect spirit, which, you know, you know, and anyone else will tell you who's in the content creating world, you'll never get that perfect ball in the early phases. Um, So that's just, again, part of the journey. Every day, it's just molding what I want Mortal Square to be, what I think it can be for other people, what I think it can do for other people. Um, And then I think one of the best things you told me was, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Like, don't stop putting out content. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just been huge. That has been a huge part of the journey. Now I'm at the part of the journey where, you know, I've shown people I have this ability to create a product. Mm -hmm. Now, now I want it to just reach the right people. Yeah. Um, and you just need one. Why, yeah. And that's why I appreciate this opportunity because, you know, I get a chance to speak to the Blaze audience. I get a chance to show, you know, the more than score audience that I'm coming on other platforms and just really trying to push this thing out. Yeah. And I think that was a big reason, too, why, because um, you saw the post the other day on Instagram, um, Tyreek, we're partnering up for basketball season yeah. to do content with halftime hoops. Because my thing yep. is, and I always tell people, if you're constantly just posting on your feed, and not, you know, trying to expand your audience stuff, only your feed's gonna see it. Yep. And that's a big thing, man. And I think I think one thing that's so important, and I think you've done a good job of this, is and I, I caught on to this early, I'm glad I did. A lot of people will try to build a brand, but yep. they just they just do it because oh, well, everybody else is doing this, so let me just do it. It's almost like it's not really targeted toward anything or there's not really a focus for it. Cause like for me, for example, before I started Blaze. I started Blaze a year into working for ABC here in Columbus. So people yeah. already knew I was into sports and music and movies and all these things because I had like made it known that though that's what I was into. I didn't just start Blaze like, oh, well, like, let me just do this just to do it. And I think you, you've shown that you cared about, you know, what you're doing and things like that. And then you build a brand. And like I always tell people, man, like you have to establish your reputation before you establish a brand. And you got to have like an identity with it. And so many people don't have an identity for what they're trying to do. Um, it's almost like they're just, they're just doing it just because everybody else is. And they'll, yeah. they'll get, you know, one or two clicks on their content. They'll get nothing and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not getting 10,000 views or plays on my first video. So I'm done. And it's just a lot of people are in it for the wrong reasons, man. And just to see somebody like you who you're in it for the right reasons and the greater good. It's, it's like awesome to see that. I, I appreciate that. And, you know, I hate to keep uh, referencing Tyree because I'm sure he's going to see this. And, no, you're, yeah. You know, I'm sure he's going to see this and think, man, you know, why didn't you guys invite me to the interview? But uh, <laughs> He's busy you know, with the I, Lions. You know, he, yeah, he, the Lions. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, I, I got to saw a lot of his process behind the scenes. Like, it felt like every month he was always dropping a new shirt. And yeah. that to me, and what I love about Halftime Hoops is the detail. Like yeah. there's so much detail, there's so much signature. And what I mean by signature is, and you do the same thing with Blaze. When I see that, I won't confuse it with, you know, 
anything else. Like you go to Walmart, people can say like they can look for a second. Oh, are those Jordans? No, they're Shaqs. <laughs> there's no confusion. <laughs> you know, there's it's, no confusion. It's cut and dry. Uh, yeah, there's no confusion when I see a a Blaze logo or a halftime hoops logo. And I tried to replicate the same thing with my more than score logo. So we're a mental health uh, sports podcast. So Heck right yeah. here, you know, you got the human, got the front face, the part everybody sees. You got the brain, which nobody can see. Nobody really knows what you're going through. And then you got the scoreboard. Uh, you know, you got the scoreboard underneath. Just let everybody know, like, these two things up top mean more than yeah. that thing down low. And a lot of times athletes, they're remembered or recognized or, you know, praised or bashed you know, based on the scoreboard when it's uh, at zero, zero. So yeah, yeah. a lot of those things uh, I, I've learned again, the part of this is just, uh, just adding your own signature to everything. Yeah. And, and like, I'll tell you um, just from like a couple of books, I've been reading this up over the summer and obviously, you know, Malik that I do a lot of our content with mm -hmm. as well. One thing that we talk about a lot is taking other people's ideas and making them your own. I just feel like we live in this world now where, I mean, you're not going to make anything new. There's never anything new under the sun. It's almost like your idea is derivative of something else you've seen somewhere. And to some degree it is. And that's just the thing, man. I feel like, you know, when we have, you know, even our group message where it's me, you, Tyreek, Emilio, and, you know, uh, we're all switching, we're all swapping ideas and, hey, would yeah. you do this? You know, where it's almost like we're all cool. I think we're all secure in ourselves to where, if one of us borrows something from somebody else but puts our own twist on it, we're not going to look at the other one like, oh, he's stealing my idea or whatever. It's almost like we're going to big each other up for those kind of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we always – and I feel like we've all done a good job of giving people credit from where we get our ideas because there's a lot of things, man. I look at Tyreek stuff, and I'm like, man, that's cool. And I'll text him, hey, bro, how did you do this or whatever? Mm -hmm. And he's always open to sharing it. He's never like, I'm not going to tell you. Because it's like when you when you're in this role, man, of like you said, building your own thing and, you know, other people who are going through the same stuff, you're like, I want to lend a hand to this person and help them up. So, you know, like I said, when we all have our conversations, I never look at you guys like, oh, well, they're stealing or they're I'm like, no, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to help each other out. Man, the greatest thing is to see, mm -hmm. um, you know, when I repost you guys mm -hmm. and then, you know, someone who obviously isn't familiar with your guys' material or mm. with your guys' style or, you know, anything like that. They, they slide up on the story and they say, Oh, like, you know, they react to it or they give a heart, you know, that that's uh, again, it goes back to reassurance that lets me know, not only do the people I know, do they support you through me, but in turn, you know, when you repost something I do, like that same right. thing can happen for you. So it, it it really is just reassuring and it helps to know um, that you have a good pool of ideas, a good support system yeah. um, and stuff like that. Um, and I think the next part, you know, while I'm here, I might as well announce it. I think the next yeah. phase of more than a score would be to, you know, you got to test it on the adults, right? And right. it has to trickle down to the kids. So um, this was, again, an idea that, I decided to put in motion because of you. Um, you dropped a book this summer. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you, Thank you, you. You were pretty much yeah. You were pretty much telling me about the process of that. Um, and that that was so cool to see. Like it was so cool to come to your signing. It was so cool to see. You know, you had the coffee shop packed. You had the books there. You were signing them. Take like that was so cool to see because you got that result based on something you're passionate about. Yeah. But you know what I'm leaning into is you know a children's book explaining the concept of mental health, like. Heck yeah. Um, you know, 
a, a lot of kids again because here's what's going to happen the kids today like i have nieces and nephews uh in elementary school you know they're coming up through preschool uh what have you they're going to get to a point where they want to understand why mommy has a bad day why dad has a bad day why you know they they're going to want to understand these small things and i feel like collaborating with the right people i can yeah. again produce a product that you know it may not solve everything like that that's another thing i, I want to make clear like i'm not trying to yeah. solve any you know any problem but if i can make it that much better and give mm -hmm. someone someone to relate to right that's all i need yeah that's all i need and i feel like that audience too of kids and i mean when you look at anything these days with kids and like teenagers that age group it's always easy to get them to buy in kind of and influence their parents because i always think with adults we're always so busy and on the go and you know we don't have kids we're not married or anything and i just feel like right for the adults and who are married and have kids and stuff they're constantly like oh well you know get to the point of what you're trying to do because i'm busy but i think when you're targeting that group to say here hey here's my message that like goes a long way and kind of to instill that in them early i think is definitely a good idea so i think you're on the right track with you know with a book you know in that in that area yeah so that's uh that's the goal man just stay yeah on the right track see what comes from it take the jump see where you land heck yeah so um so you know closes out today is, is there anything we should look forward to for more than a score in season two do you have any like big guests lined up or good guests that you know maybe you can't tell us or can you tease it a little bit or you know what else is going on with you guys I can uh, I can give you teasers. I can't give you the full meal. I can't give you the full meal. <laughs> I try. I get the appetizer. Yeah. You know, I get you the appetizer. Then you know, okay. come back for the full meal. Uh, this season is special because we're touching on topics that I didn't get to talk about last season. Mm -hmm. We're securing guests that I didn't get to secure last season. Um, one thing I'd like to know is there were certain athletes I didn't have on. Like I didn't have a softball player. Uh, I covered that Alex Coleman. She is. Uh, a softball player at UNC um, down in Chapel Hill. And we just, like, she is so huge. And I'm so excited for people to uh, pretty much just, like, this is going to be her introduction to the world, um, yeah. in, in a sense. She, she's an all-world human, uh, mm -hmm. and our topic is really great. I can't give you the topic. I can't give you the topic. Right. I want to, but, um, <laughs> but our conversation is going to be one that yeah. people don't want to miss for the simple fact it's one it's one of those uncomfortable ones that no one really wants to have in this day and time but she was kind enough to you know sit down with me and talk about it so i think that's going to be one that you know you're not going to want to miss the, the people aren't going to want to miss so i think uh that that'll be one that i'm excited about um also i was able to take a uh take a member from my own world so like i said i'm a student manager here at marshall for the women's basketball team I was able to secure uh, Deuce Woodson. Literally, if you type in student manager life on TikTok, he'll be the yeah. first guy that comes up. Uh, literally, this guy has blown up the position of student manager just by yeah. using TikTok. Wow. Um, and I was able to secure him. And we were just talking about some things, um, pretty much essentially what you don't see behind the scenes. That That's <laughs> the gist of it. But that's not the whole thing. And we just had really good conversation. That's going to be another one that, you know, I, I wouldn't want to miss. You don't want to miss any of them, but those right. two in particular, I'm really excited about. I'm really fired up about, and I'm really excited for everybody to see, uh, you know, what those conversations are about. Heck yeah. Cause uh, after, you know, you have a couple of those interviews and 
if I can get you back on here, you know, at some point yeah. during the basketball season, I know you're traveling and you're going to be busy, but um, yeah, like I said, it sounds like a good lineup and I'm excited to see, you know, how you continue to grow more than a score. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you have season two and then we're going to dip in a little bit to season three and then, you know, I'll try to uh, drop some motivational content, pretty much making more than a score, a page that people can go to daily for right. more than just, uh, you know, the once a week drop. Cause mm -hmm. I, I like to take a page out of Disney plus book, you know, when they do the Marvel spinoffs. Yeah. You know, oh, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. You know, I like to drop once a week, give everybody something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. uh, and it also allows people to make time for it. So if I drop every Friday at 8 AM or, you know, earlier than that, 6 AM, yeah. um, I can, I can reach the audience who needs something to listen to on their way to work uh, while they're working out, while they're on their lunch break, while they're on their way home. Yeah, they're cooking. Like I can reach all those audiences by uh, dropping one day a week. So yeah, yeah. Having that plan of when you drop them is definitely, definitely a key. Yeah. Definitely yeah. a key. Well, Elijah, man, thank you for for coming on the yeah. Blaze Cast today. I appreciate it. I'm glad we were yeah, finally man. able to finally able to do it. Yeah, man. I, yeah. you know, man. You know, this is like a full circle moment because, like I said, you and Tyree, you guys were the ones who got me started in this. Uh, had a lot of huge helping hands in this. So you know, I'm glad I could come back and you know, get to chop it up with you. Talk a little yeah. bit of shop. Heck yeah, bro. Yeah. It's always, it's always good to, to, you know, sit down and do these things. And uh, like we said, we've, we've had this, we've, we've talked about this for a while. So I'm glad we were able to find time to do it before, you know, our, our sports seasons here get busy. So um, hopping off here today, where can people find you on social media? Man, people can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and I'm on all podcast platforms. I'm on YouTube spotify apple podcasts and i even believe iHeartRadio. radio um so i'm Everywhere. on all those podcasts under the tag more than a score you'll see this logo um and yeah feel free to give us a subscribe a follow a like uh you know i always say even if you take five seconds out of your day just to see what we're about mm -hmm. you know that's a lot more than you know five seconds elsewhere so i appreciate it either way it adds up it definitely yeah. adds up for sure. Well, thanks, bro, for joining it. Um, everybody, thank you for checking out the Blaze Cast, and we'll see you guys next time.